It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Any news today, Tito, at all? (laughs) (laughs) Dang, Rosie. (laughs) That's your job. This is the Rosie Report. The next round's on Rosie, and we'll read his credit card number here in just a moment. Regular season roundup. Catch it, Rosie! Nicely done, Rosebud. Now, here's Jim Rosenhouse. the Rosie Report regular season roundup and we round up the home opener for the tribe on Monday. Tough one for the Indians as a couple of streaks went by the boards in a 3-0 win for Kansas City at uh, downtown Cleveland's progressive field. The Indians had a four-game home opener win streak rolling and also they had won the previous four matchups against Kansas City in a home opener, but uh, not to be the case this year as the Royals, behind some really good pitching from Danny Duffy in the bullpen, shut out the Tribe 3-0 at Whit Merrifield. Boy, one of the, the most underrated players in baseball, certainly not in Kansas City, but probably nationally. Boy, he has always been a thorn in the side of the Indians and has put up really good numbers overall for several seasons now. And his two-run home run early proved to be the difference for the Royals. Logan Allen, though, pitched pretty well as uh, he worked five innings and after a slow start settled in, allowed just the two runs on the two-run home run by Merrifield and again got the game through five on an afternoon where it looked like he might not get that deep. And, And one note on actually several notes in terms of a left-handed starting pitcher for the Indians. It's been a while since they've even had one. Ryan Merritt was the last to start a game for the Tribe as a lefty. He did that back in August of 2017. And the last left-handed starter to make the Indians' opening day roster was T.J. House. Remember him? That was back in 2015. And really, if you go back and find a regular member of the rotation who was left-handed. You have to go back to Scott Casimir in 2013 as he was in the rotation most of that season. The last dominant lefty, Cliff Lee, as uh, he had those great years for the Indians, including the Cy Young season back in 2008. So it's uh, nice to see Allen get out there and throw the ball well. So did Tristan McKenzie as he came on in relief and allowed just one run in a shade under four innings of work. So some good pitching all around. Just not much going on offensively. And afterward, Terry Francona talked about the ball game and Allen's performance. Competed like crazy, and I thought he gathered himself after that and really pitched pretty well. Um, you know, just and he might have been a little overamped at the beginning, but he was spraying some balls around pretty good. But he, he gathered himself and did pretty well. What did you think of Duffy, and what did he do? It seemed like you guys hit some balls hard, just wrong place, wrong time. Yeah, and, we, and we're not stringing them together. I mean, we did hit some balls hard, and and I don't ever want to talk down our offense because that's that's not what we're here for. But we're going to have to string some together. Um, you know, Eddie, Eddie, that last, you know, Santana making that play, that obviously is a big play of the game because if that ball scoots by, we're in business. You know, how about the way McKenzie pitched today after maybe struggling a little bit in uh, spring training? 
Yeah, no, he 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 did well. Um, you know, the run that scored was I think he had the guy at one two. He was ahead one two and ended up walking him, and they end up getting a hit and run hit to go first and third, and then got the sack fly. But I thought he pitched really well. I thought he attacked better than he we'd seen in spring training. Um, ball had a little bit of life on it, and then he used his breaking ball. I know you talked about it at times beforehand, getting the fans back, but to actually go through it and have what felt like a normal opening day, I guess. He certainly didn't have a normal opener last year. Just what was it like? Well, it's it's nice to have people in the stands. There's there's no getting around it. Um, I'll enjoy it more when we're ahead on the scoreboard. But, you know, the closer we get to normalcy, I think the better off, have the, the happier everybody is, not just in baseball, but everywhere. And also after the game, Logan Allen stopped by and he talked about the emotions of opening day. It was exciting, man. Uh, it was good to have fans in the seats. Um, felt really good going into it. Pre-game bullpen was good. Uh, some energy from the fans. Uh, felt like I did a pretty good job of controlling the emotions early. Um, just taking a breath and taking a little more time than normal on the mound in the first inning between pitches, just trying to stay calm and collected. What helped settle you in as you as you got going? Because obviously in the last three innings, it seemed like everything started clicking for you. Yeah, everything was clicking. Uh, the stuff was pretty much the same the whole game. Um, as far as, you know, the quality of my stuff, it was it was pretty good for the most part. Um, I, I just think in the first couple innings, it was, you know, they're an aggressive team, very good hitting team, tough lineup to face. But, um, you know, giving them a little too much credit on how aggressive they are. And once I just said, you know what, here's my stuff, you know, let's just let's, let's throw it. For, for more strikes than strike the ball, swing and miss stuff. And, and when I did that, they got themselves out pretty quickly. So I was able to have some quick innings. How tough was that conversation with Tito when he decided to go the other way? I, I'm sure you wanted to stay in. Absolutely. I, I always want the ball more. Um, you know, obviously, the, my, my, I didn't feel my job was done at five innings. But uh, the best thing for the team was getting Tristan in there. And he did a phenomenal job. He looked awesome. That was awesome to see how uh, – uh, he came in and started attacking hitters right away, um, but you know what? It's it, it's the same old same old thing. You know, I could have um, thrown a better O2 slider, Nicky Lopez. That was probably the one slider I was very disappointed with. I had him dead red and um, just left it a little over the plate. And then uh, you know, with Merrifield, you know, just regardless if he's being aggressive or patient, you can't even three zero throwing a throwing a fastball like that down the middle. I, I had a much better. Chance and uh, you know Tito said like you know don't don't give in as far as you know I had been Tindy on deck lefty on lefty did uh, pretty well against him the entire game so um, you know good good learning point moving forward with a lefty on deck that you know I didn't need to give in uh, regardless of the situation. That's Indian starting pitcher Logan Allen and that's going to be it for today's episode number three of the Rosie Report regular season roundup. Hopefully to have some more. Uh, of a long-form interview for you on our next episode, which will follow Wednesday's game. The Indians back at it on Wednesday after an off day Tuesday as they'll face the Royals in a 110 start at Progressive Field. Shane Bieber on the mound. So if you're catching this and you live in the area, there are tickets available. Just go to the Ballpark app or uh, Indians.com and you can pick up some tickets. Great to have fans in the stands on Monday as uh, the Indians welcomed fans back for the first time since 2019. And, man, it was great to see folks down at the ballpark on Monday. That's going to do it for this edition of the Rosie Report regular season roundup. Thanks, as always, to Bart Swain for tracking down 
our guests and making sure that uh, we have some, some good sound for you on each of our editions. I'm Jim Rosenhaus. Thanks, as always, for downloading. This has been the Rosie Report. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data from Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware. Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team.